sweet child. Mops riches. Sweet child. Cause you know it may be rugged, rough, it may be rugged. Give him more praise. You know it may be rugged, rough, it may be rugged. Give him all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rugged. All your praise. You know it may be rugged, rugged. Give him all your praise. One day as I went walking, I walked along the shore. I watched the water ripple more and more. The sun was slowly setting, couldn't see the ocean floor. And I felt completely happy and secure. On you I know I can't depend until the end. So much blessings overflow within my life And I'm thankful to my Father Give thanks and praise Even though I've been through rough and rugged days You know it may be rugged, rough, it may be rugged Give them all your praise You know it may be rugged, rough, it may be rugged Give them all your praise you know it may be rugged, rugged, all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rugged, all your praise. You set the flesh deceitful, not everyone will care. It's a world of lots of jealousy out there. So you said that love is patient and love is kind. I wish these words would fall apart. Blessings overflow within my life And I'm thankful to my Father Give thanks and praise Even though I've been through rough and rugged days Give me now You know it may be rugged, rough It may be rugged Give them all your praise You know it may be rugged, rough It may be rugged Give them all your praise you know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. Max Richards. Max Richards. Rough and rugged. Yeah, we all it's a little rugged. Still, we gotta love it. No matter Hold what the rain is, gotta carry the luggage. Please don't waste it, gotta do something. Rugged. Might as well face it, trouble rugged. is still coming. Give or else you gotta find the most Rugged, give them all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. You know it may be rugged, rough and may be rugged, give them all your praise. It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. 
So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. It's been a long moment since, since we've we had Sweet Shells. That was the beautiful music of Shelly Sweet Shells. Some more to come with her on the next hour, maybe two. If we get her all nice and comfy, she's going to be joining she us. She She's, she's working tired. really, you know, she was supposed to be off for the summer, but no. So she's she been hasn't working. been here all summer? She has not been here, I want to say maybe since Christmas. I know. She came in here and she lit up the house. She and her now kids, they to, lit it up. I may have a proposition for you on a Thursday night. We need to talk. <laughs> She's laughing at you already. She's just running through the raindrops here in South Florida. That's good. That's good to hear. You know, the, the radio station has changed. It's now called the oldie, oldies of the 60s and 70s. Oldies? Oldies. Yes. So we have a music license. So we're trying to see if on Thursday nights around 7.30, we have musicians coming in and they do a show. It's all music. It's you singing, your tracks. There's people in here. We did one with Cece. And Cece, it wasn't because of us, but we helped over 500,000 hits on that one song. I think it's because of Josh. Probably, because Josh played with him. <laughs> and Josh plays the guitar, and um, I got a guy who plays the drums, and... Sort of have fun on Thursday nights. Maybe we can see if we can get sweet straight. shells up here. Maybe we can get you down here because you come from Miami, right? Yes, I do. All see, right. it took her a that long time, but I'm. There's a mattress in that couch if you stay over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got Shelly uh, in the house. I know we have to head over to Mike, right? Because he's got to go to it. Mike because Mike is on the move. This Mike. man is shaking and baking and doing all things. Let's go to camera too. So, Shelly, hang tight. We're going to be right back at you. Of course. Thank you. Let's go to Mr. Mike. We got Mike Velarde in the house, which has been a long time since we've seen Mike. It ain't been too long. It's, it's been a minute, six, as they seven say. Months. Every time I see that, I think of his backdrop. Mike Velarde. <laughs> Michael on the air, but Mike has some exciting news, some things that are going on, because Michael is in the political arena. I'm going to let Mike share what he's doing, because it is so huge. I'm going to let you do it justice. And he really had a good time doing it. And now I'm supporting other congressional candidates as well as a state house rep. Keith Fight is my state house guy. And um, so I am really looking forward to the political power hour, which I'll be hosting starting Monday night. Very exciting. So that that's going to be tremendous. Now, Mike, look at camera too, because I want people to take okay. a good look at that uh, beautiful face. So it's going to be live starting Monday night, August 1st, 7 yes. to 8 on Oldies. 7 to 8 on Oldies, and he's going to be on social media platforms as well. But, you know, NN has turned into a political hotbed because wow, you have radio. the morning show that's doing politics, right? Republican style, conservative, and Mike is going to be bringing in his people to do this deal. But it also has to do with Mike because Mike also is an IRS expert. Yes. 
And if you have a problem with the IRS and if you, Mike, I have a problem with the IRS, why is it that I have to pay my taxes and they owe me a big refund and I got to wait three years? Yeah, because, because they're so backed up because they got tasked with all that stimulus money, which never should have happened. Their budget was cut for 10 years in a row because the Obama administration had used it as a, as a tool to go after its enemies. And it was after those hearings with Lois Lerner on Capitol Hill, where she took the fifth, uh, they decided it wasn't a good idea to continue funding the IRS and let them become bigger and better. Now, of course, that's changed. Joe Biden just put billions of dollars into the IRS again. Hopefully that money will be used right to, to get refunds out quicker than they have been doing and give better customer service because their customer service is absolutely terrible. It's, it's horrible. I called and I got Lolita yes. from Utah. Yeah. Her dog is barking in the background. This is a true story. Right. I said, At least she was in the United I States. Said, Lolita, can you put the dog in the bathroom? Because I can't hear you. <laughs> because they're using common people. And that sort of ticked her off. I really got nowhere after that. Right. Sure, your, your delivery was so kind. I was going to so call sure. Mike and say, Mike, I got a problem. I mean, I've been waiting three years for a huge return, which isn't fair. No, I, I had a client that waited 11 months to get the refund check last year. It, it's pathetic. It should not be that, that way. Um, unfortunately, they haven't, been, they haven't been funded and they haven't been managed well. They forced all their employees to take the shot. So as a result, they lost a lot of people. Mm. People that could retire did because they didn't want to have to take the jab. And they, and they really forced it upon all the employees, which, I mean, you, you're taking an experimental drug and forcing people to take this experimental drug, which you don't know what's going to happen to them five years out. Are you going to be addressing that on the show? Because I really want to get some traction on the political power hour because it's less than a week away. Yes. What's your goal on the show? Well, my goal is, is to get the, the most qualified candidates elected because we can't continue running trillion-dollar deficits. We can't continue with $5 gasoline, 40% inflation. So my goal is to vet the candidates and to take those that are most qualified and get them into office. That's the goal. You're going to bring forward candidates on the issues, both sides? or. Yes. Every well, yeah, I, I will be happy to have both sides if, if I don't I don't know how many usually incumbent Democrats have nothing to gain by coming on a show like True mine. That. But you invite them and if they come, they come. Exactly right. Now, I would like to hire you. Yes. Because I want to run. Freddie for Congress? I don't President? know yet. I got to talk to my Freddie right. for. Right. Freddie for. I don't know yet. Whatever <laughs> he thinks I can win. I actually did a campaign during the elections, remember? Yes, you did. I got one vote. I found it the other day. <laughs> I got one vote. You? Mine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wrote in my name and I got one vote. Do you think this season we're looking more at issues or we're looking at parties? Well, I, I think the Democratic Party shot itself in the foot by doing what they did with the oil and gas industry. This Green New Deal is leaving everybody poor and nobody's liking it. I mean, people, people can't afford gasoline and groceries, okay? Sure. I mean, I, I, I go to you know, regular restaurants where before Biden became our president, the cost of a steak was $20. Now that same steak is $30, and that's every place. Everything, you just said that to me yesterday. Do you eat or do you put gas in your car? And right. this is the choice right now. People are, and it, 
not just us. This is everywhere we're at right now yeah. in the state of this country. Do you feed your family or can you drive them to school? Is it a good, is it a fair statement to say everybody who's in office right now, we got to remove them? Or is it a fair statement to say some people have actually done a good job? No, some people have definitely done a good job. And you need the other side. I mean, I was listening to, you know, some testimony on the congressional floor explaining why gas prices are so high and how they, they stopped the drilling, they stopped this new green deal, the policies, the regulations have put the cost of, of gas and gas-related products through the roof. Diesel is so expensive that farmers can't farm the land because they can't fill up the tractors with diesel fuel. They it's can't true. afford it. And their crops are going bad. We're losing crops. Right. That is, you see, this doesn't make any sense because we should make exemptions for these gentlemen who feed us. I mean, a loaf of bread can't cost you $25. And until that happens, people are going to say we have a problem. Remember when COVID hit and we had no toilet paper? Yes. And nobody understands why. You said the same apparatus you have now that you had back then, and they stopped producing it, and they right. drove the price of this thing up and everything else. So a lot of... Now, you're going to have people call into the show? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely allow people... Get, yeah, we'll definitely take call-ins, absolutely. This yes, is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I know. And if there's a way to do it where people aren't hating against each other and they're not backstabbing and they're not throwing hatred slurs, it'd be really nice to actually just deal with issues. It's a conversation with Michael. It would be nice to have a conversation and like, let's look at the issues and not, they shoulda, woulda, coulda, this one, go against wives and children and that, see, that gets us nowhere in this country, but yet they do it. You gotta have somebody. Let's look at the issues. You gotta have someone like Michael, you can have a conversation where you wanna argue, don't call in. I want to ask you, do you think, I mean, right now we got to get everyone out to vote, right? The key yes. is everyone's got to vote because even if, if you don't vote, you lose your voice. So, right. and especially their generation, I think they're at this critical juncture because a lot of them either don't vote, independent, are voting issues. Do you feel the same way that we have to get the next generation out to vote? Absolutely. Now, the other thing you have to do is you have to have voter integrity. I mean, I'm sure it was just a coincidence that every Civil War veteran who died at Gettysburg mailed in a ballot for Joe Biden in Philadelphia. That was just coincidental. Some coincidence, like okay. the Chad. Now, now, of course, that's why voter ID is necessary. Yeah. And that's why the other side fights it so much, because in 1865, they didn't have driver's license. So when you mail in your ballot, you know. I got a question. I got my absentee ballot. So did yeah. I. I think we weren't doing that anymore. I think this is the last election, and then you have to request it. Well, yeah, what happened was in 2020, they simply changed the rules. I mean, Joe Biden said it best. I mean, Joe Biden said it in, in October of 2020. He says, I put together the greatest voter fraud organization since Barack Obama, which told us two things. Barack Obama cheated too, number one, and Joe Biden did a better job at cheating, which he did. Well, I think that Joe was kidding when he said that, but... Well, Joe does a lot of strange things. <laughs> he, he's supposed to go left and he goes right. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, the bottom line is that all that now is in the past. Yeah. So the future now is going to be dependent as to what goes on. And right. there's a lot of stuff to talk about. You got the January 6th stuff going on. Uh, I hear that Trump is going to be in Washington to rally some of that. He wants to lower the noise on that. I hear that Pence at the same time is having a rally. This, Washington is going to be a busy Well, listen, we know where Washington was. We know where we have to go. Right. I know where they stand right now on issues. And right now, there's so many difficult issues for their generation, for your daughter's generation, yeah. that we need to get in front of right now yep. and stop throwing hatred out. Because all this is doing 
is promoting more hatred and more racism and more divided. We're so divisive right now, this country. Yeah. We really need to come together it's on explosive. the issues. It's explosive. And, and stop the, I believe, in my opinion, we yeah, need to stop the hate. We need to look at the issues that's better for the greater good of our country and not this side, that side, what color, what religion anybody is. You know, when I was running for Congress, I, I always spoke about the, the speech that George Washington gave back in 1789, which occurred on uh, the third day of October of 1789, when he proclaimed Thanksgiving uh, a special day to be set aside. And I'm just going to read you one, the first two sentences of it. Here's what it is, this proclamation. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal flavors of Almighty God, especially by affording, affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. That's what Thanksgiving is supposed to mean. Yes. It's not you get the day off with pay or watch the Lions play somebody. Oh. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just being real here. Exactly. So we've moved so far away from our foundations, and that's the biggest issue, I think. Uh, when you're teaching CRT in schools, when you're indoctrinating our children at young age, when you talk to them about sex and being transgender when they're in kindergarten, they should be learning to read and write. You should just teach school, plant a garden, do something productive. Yep. This is all very divisive stuff. And, and that's the problem. I would love to see the divisiveness stop and right. let kids be kids again and go outside and play, plant a garden, right? Make friends. Exactly. Remember the book, Everything We Learned, we learned in kindergarten? Right. Caring, sharing, kindness, acts of kindness, helping one another. Can I borrow your crayon? Not now. No, that's all gone. But, Listen, John F. Kennedy said, it's not what the government can do for you, but what the people can do for the government. Right. I remember constitutional law, and I remember that the federal government is supposed to abide by the states, not support right. the states. It's the other way around. Everything's changed. Right. Everything. You read to me about Social Security and the way it was enacted, yes, and right. it's all gone. Exactly right. But then you sit there and you scratch your head, and you say, well, my congressman didn't even show up to vote today, but I'm going to go blame the president, whoever he is. But without your congressman, oh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm we got to stop blaming. We got to take responsibility. We got to take it back. We got to do it for our kids and our grandkids. Absolutely. For environment, for everything. Monday, and people want to contact you. They want to get their candidates in front of you. What's the best way to do that? Um, well, I have several ways to be contacted. First of all, you can see my uh, winning tax solutions. All my information is at the website of winning tax solutions. The phone number and everything. You can call me directly. Uh, winningtaxsolutions.com is the best way. I also have some books out, MikeVillardiBooks.com. I have a podcast, The Mike Villardi Show, and uh, you could also see me on radio. I do radio also, uh, Mike Villardi Internet Radio. So I'm um, out there a little bit. A lot of great things happening. So tune in Monday, August 1st, starting Monday, 7 to 8 on Oldies 95.3, streaming all over your social media platforms as well. Including the iHeart um, App, Odyssey, App, tune Odyssey, in. Odyssey, tune in, radio in, some of the bigger players in the radio business. And then he'll be on his social media platform as well. So. All right.
Thanks, Mike. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I'm looking forward to Monday night. It'll we'll be a see great you Monday show. Monday night. Thanks for I stopping by. You're welcome. It. Nice shirt. Thank you. Reminds me of yours. That's his. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, more music with Shelly Sweet Shells, and we've got talking girl distinction and bullying. How to stop this bullying that's going on in our school? No one better than Shay Beach in the house. So stay tuned. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. Luhu Advisors have been serving South Florida for over 30 years. A licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor, Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing. Luhu Advisors, let us help you. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a gicle and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net. Hi, I'm Dawn Clifford, owner and founder of Clifford Insurance Advisors. Established in November of 1999, we focus on mainly health, life, disability, Medicare, and long-term care insurance. Specifically for people aging into Medicare or the self-employed or even employee benefits for small business owners. We can be reached by phone number at 561-880-0391 or by email info at cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com. Visit our website at www.cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com and even visit Facebook, Clifford Insurance Advisors. Being a successful woman in business means having the courage to own who you are. We understand the challenges faced by women and we are here to help. Our team is here to develop the best strategy designed just for you. Your path is unique and with the right tools you can accomplish your dream. From radio to TV, from podcasting to magazines, we create the visibility to amplify your impact in business. At New Dawn Media, we are here to help bring your message forward and help your business flourish. It is time for your message to be seen, 
and your voice to be heard. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or brooklyncafe.tv. Your voice can make a difference. Welcome to Movies of Del Rey, a family-run movie theater that has been serving the Del Rey and Boca community for over 30 years. Open Wednesday through Sunday, Movies of Del Rey offers great admission prices, low concession prices, and quality customer service. Movies of Del Rey provides the quality of the big box theaters without the price tag. Movies of Delray provides new Hollywood content as well as new indie and independent movies. It truly is a hidden gem. Whether you're hosting a private event, party, or fundraiser, or are looking for your next date night activity, Movies of Delray is the perfect choice. Come on down to Movies of Delray, located at 7421 West Atlantic Ave in Delray Beach, or visit us online at moviesofdelray.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now... Back to Dawn and Freddie S.
suffering? Do you ever stop and wonder when it's gonna end? Stop crying, put on them guns today. It's all they pray. Put an end to all the suffering. Reunite the world. Put on them guns today. Reunite the world. With only love I say. Can you hear the children crying? Hope is all they pray. Put an end to all the suffering. Put on them guns today. Reunite the world, put on them guns today. Reunite the world with only love. I say, I say, I say. Wow. I mean, she comes up with inspirational songs all the time. I know. So I want to ask if we can use We're actually going to put Shelly over here next to Shay. Um, we'll put her on the blues. Shay, yeah, so we can have a whole conversation. So I wanted Keep to... Keep everyone together. I wanted to ask her if we could use that song, that particular song, for our morning show, because it is fabulous. Is that your song? Yes, it is. I it would is. love that. You all hearing me? Are you on? Yes, I'm supposed to be on. Am I on? She better be on. <laughs> I, was, I just said to Freddie, can we use this? He goes, yeah, for the morning show. It would Definitely. Be it's Definitely, you have permission to use it. It's mine. It's my original. Where do you um, get all this inspiration, honey? I don't know. I just wake up and sometimes I sit at the beach and I write. I love to write at the beach. Um, on the middle of the night when I wake up, I write my lyrics, you know. I pray before. I always write and then I just start to write. <laughs> yeah, um, this song, Love We Need, you know, it, it has been like an inspiration for me because, you know, I, I want to inspire others through this song because there's been a lot of crime taking place, you know, killing, shooting, gun, a lot of gun violence. And as the song states, my lyric says, you know, mothers are waking up to their children, you know, being shot. And then it's not just the mothers of the the, the children being shot, you know, those who are committing the crimes, the mothers of those committing the crimes are also crying in that, you know, why my children aren't making better choices. So it's twofolded in the song. You know, we just need a whole change. And gun violence is a serious issue that needs to be, you know, eradicated. Because every time you put on the TV, as my lyric says, every time I put on the TV, there's always gun violence. You know, um, I don't know. We, everybody needs to just come together and make a, a really, really strong stance and do something about it. Because every time it's very sad, especially like in schools. You know, this year again, Texas, you know, it's, right. it's just ongoing and we as a people need to realize we have to do something and say enough is enough gun violence needs to you know stop and she yeah. can take a bad situation and put music to it and maybe that is what we need for people yes. to take to finally stop and listen yes people need love the song the title is love we need if we can just 
put love in our hearts and in our minds and in our bodies and souls we'll realize wait there's a better way to life than yeah. just anger and hostility and you know well, right. like eye for an eye tooth for a tooth that 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 should not be in our vocabulary at all correct you know well, it's one of the, supposed to be love one of the scary things if you saw this morning female walks into an airport with a gun she goes to the bathroom she comes out with a 45 and she shoots up in the air now unlike all these other incidences where everybody's saying that cops either hide behind a pillar or they run the other way these cops actually ran towards her and they shot her she's not dead she's alive they shot her in the lower leg or something the gun went and the reason she did it she found her boyfriend cheating on her and she was gonna f the bomb out of the airport now there's no reason for that except there's no reason so this is a problem because people are beginning to use guns as a way of expressing their anger or frustration or depression or whatever and that's a problem it's easy i think it's it has a lot to do too with um easy access to guns you know and and people think it's an easy way out when it, it should not be you know bef before they can react they don't think of the repercussions that would happen and who they would be hurting you know as well as themselves so i think you know everybody needs to really come together and say you know what enough is enough but those some people are sitting and they are crying they're crying for help in situations you yeah. know and we need to listen to those who need help you know anxiety is at an all-time high exactly. depression yes. and you work with kids you're working yes. with elementary students and mm -hmm. you have to be seeing this as far as the bullying and say you appear for a perfect day the bullying the anxiety I, I can't go to school because someone's going to tease me or my hair is different yeah um you know bullying 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 goes twofolded i must say because the person who is being bullied and the bullier both of them need help it's always always twofolded because those who are bullying others those students need help they need help and sometimes they are crying out for help and and you know nobody's taking them on and then those who are being bullied are afraid to speak out because they're afraid just afraid of the bullier so you know um i hope that we can all come together and have some love in our lives yeah shelly was yeah. here during christmas shay and it was the first time her choir had been out since covid so it had been about about two years a year and a half and here she came with i don't know 30 elementary school kids on a yes. bus yes they had and fun they were and we had one bathroom and they funneled and a tree and, a, and they funneled through the bathroom through here but i have to tell you you lit up, up our christmas season like none other it was very nice and thank we you had the, so much we had the big man in the in the house that day thank you so much we're looking forward to it again this year oh okay guess yeah. we're doing it again this year <laughs> you want to do that nothing wrong with that now that I know what's coming, I'm going to... Now that you know, yes. I have a couple of outhouses put uh, in, the, in the parking lot. But, but just the kids amazing. were happy, you know, just to be here on a TV set, you know, to bring kids to, 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 an ex to have that experience. You know, a lot of those kids, they have never been on a TV set, 
many of them, you know? And I don't and think people awesome. realize, we talk about Title I schools and we talk about the economy and people not having food. And there's a lot of talk about it. If you have food, it's talk. Until you live this and you work in it, you see these kids come to school in, in Title I schools with tattered clothes, with not eating, with uncleanliness, not because they choose to, but that's their financial situation. Yeah. And what that has to be like for them, and then as their support staff, what that feels like for you to, to do this every day. It feels really, I feel really happy to bring joy to my students every day. And that, you know, a lot of the students, when they come to school, that's where they're most happy, you know? A lot of them, a lot of kids as well, when they go home, soon as they reach home they have to take care of their little ones their siblings because their parents are out working right. so they have to take care of the little ones and I witnessed that when we had you know COVID and all the students were at home and we were teaching them through zoom we saw their house life and what was going on some of them were learning and they were making breakfast for their little ones wow. you know sorry <coughs> Let's get you some more water. <coughs> Christine, can you um, get her a cup of water? The water's right next to you. We'll get it for you. Mm -hmm. Josh has your cup, and we'll just fill it with the water. Yeah, That's water right there. there. Mm -hmm. Can I step? Yeah. yeah. Can you stand? You <laughs> know, it, it, it's <laughs> funny because one of, the, one of the things that I would like to do differently um, <coughs> this time is we had a captured audience, and I would like to have guest speakers talk about mm. Um, Put it over there. Thank you. The, the overcoming of frustration, the overcoming of coming home from school and having to take care of your siblings, having to, there's a lot of frustration that happens and there's a lot of inner bullying that people won't admit to it creating and happening, their clothes and their hairs and things of that nature. I mean, I was bullied when I was in school. Um, it was my brother that actually got it out from me and nobody knew what I was going through. And, and this guy, Butch, used to make me run home every day from school. And it wasn't, you know, and this went out for like three weeks. Uh, but there are people that live this kind of behavior. And then there's the fear factor and there's the bullying factor and taking money and everything else. Um, and then as I grew up, I began to learn a new vocabulary. So my brother, when he found out, he says, you can't be a mark, which is not the right advice but it's a defensive mechanism advice because there was no reasoning with, with, um, with Bush at the time. Well, we've got Shay here and we're going to talk about bullying also for, besides your beautiful hair products. It is uh, a serious problem today and it's been a serious problem for many years now. I know personally I was a victim of bullying because of my hair um, and I talked about that a little bit before uh, last time I was on the show and that's really what inspired me mm. to start my tight. business curldistinction.com um, growing up people would call me puffy head shenane you know and uh, there was no physical bullying as far as people putting their hands on me but definitely um, words hurt you know 
And I know the saying, they like to say, oh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Sure. Um, that definitely couldn't be farther from the truth. So for me personally, uh, going to school and having people call me puffy head shenane, it really spiraled me into um, just a negative mind frame. Um, my eating habits were all over the place. You know, sometimes I didn't want to eat at all. Other times I was overeating. Um, I just became very depressed. Uh, I couldn't sleep at night. Oftentimes I started kind of developing uh, insomnia because of it. And then with my eating habits just being all over the place, I started gaining weight. So then that creates another issue. You know, your self-esteem is going down. And then you're kind of just saying, oh, you know what? I'm not going to eat anything today because I'm gaining weight. I need to not eat anything or I'm going to eat something and then throw it up. You know, so. How old were you when it started, the bullying? It started in kindergarten, actually. It started in kindergarten. Um, and, you know, I remember a girl, uh, she actually said to me, um, although, you know, my hair was curly, uh, my hair was very long. So a lot longer than it is now because I, I talked about, you know, how I had a relaxer in my hair when I went into middle school and then I end up cutting it out, uh, you know, when I got married. But um, in the kindergarten, I remember a girl, you know, it, her segue into the bullying was, oh, you're black. Black people aren't supposed to have long hair. And she was sitting behind me in class and one day she cut a chunk out of my hair wow. with scissors behind me. And uh, that kind of started the cycle for others in the class to say, oh, like you said, you don't want to be a mark. So, hey, we're going to bully her, too. And they started calling me Puffyhead Shanene. I think it was back to the show Martin. Martin and uh, Shanene was on there. I don't know if y'all know that show, Shanae Martin. Shanae. Um, but, yeah, Shanene. They, you know, people want to be spiteful. So um, I always encourage my kids to never allow themselves to be a mark. You always want to stand up for yourself. You don't want to get violent with people. That's definitely not the answer to get violent, but you don't want to let people walk over you. Have you ever written a book? I, I haven't, but it's definitely on my to-do list and uh, it would be, uh, I'm sure it would be a bestseller because I have a wild story to tell. <laughs> we got somebody for you to talk to. Now, okay. this position yeah. always puts teachers in a real tough position. Because you see both sides, right? And well, I can see her going into the bully as to why would you do this? Yeah, but you see, the problem is you can't rat out a bully because, what is it? Something gets stitches? Snitches, Snitches get, get stitches. Snitches get stitches. So yeah. I used to be close to my teachers because I didn't speak English. My parents were from Puerto Rico and they spoke Spanish. So my teachers were teaching me how to speak in English. So they called me the teacher's pet. They had all sorts of names for me, all sorts of stuff in my desk because they thought that I was being the teacher's pet and I didn't want to be a mark. Um, and it forced me to make friends with the ghetto brothers, the gang in the Bronx. Now I was going down the wrong path. How old were you though? Me? Well, the, the bullying started when I was in the third grade elementary school so this is right where you are Shelly and I didn't speak English well Shelly so I understand where you're coming from and there are consequences because all of a sudden the ghetto brothers started to talk to me in English 
And all of a sudden, they said, don't worry about it, we got your back. So I had a gang behind me. I wasn't getting bullied anymore, but it was the wrong way of doing it. And getting out of a gang is not as easy as it sounds. So you just don't walk away. So it's really tough. But teach, that's what we had to move so many times. Teachers have it the hardest. My sister's been a teacher, my cousin's cousin. I got about 400 teachers in my family. And they have it the hardest because they have to be the police. They can't be everywhere. Just can't. You want to be everywhere. You want to protect those that need protection. And then they'll try to reason with the bully. And he's already made another deal over here with his people. And he will be nice towards but the But don't teacher. you think we need to get this early? We need to nip this in the bud at kindergarten. Birth? <laughs> at birth? Because right, they become... <laughs> but they weren't born that way. These are learned behaviors. Yes, or their cries for help, right? Their calls for attention. And if we don't get to these bullies early, what they do to those that they bully, and it grows and grows, right? And that, that's how they get attention. The older they get, this goes on through life. Yeah, but she was, she was hired to be a teacher, not a cop. She was hired to teach kids, not police them. So what do you this do? This is the problem. Well, I'll communicate. Communicate. Communication is the key. Um, you have to bring in the parents and try and get the help that that child needs to stop the bullier. And do the parents then, show up? Um, Most of the time? Well, to be nice? Sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. I was a football coach. Sometimes. They don't show up. Sorry. They you know, don't show up. Sometimes. And I think it starts at the home because most of these kids who are the bulliers, they, you know, they are the ones who really need the help to stop what they're doing. They're crying out for help. Yeah. And it's sad to say that their actions is hurting others, which is wrong, but they need, once they are healed, once we try and find some kind of help for them to stop what they're doing, you know, cause that's the only way how they cry out. Sometimes they're in the class and they, they have problems with the schoolwork. And, you know, because of that, they find other things to do because they just don't understand the schoolwork. And then sometimes they don't get the attention at their homes and that's where they come in class, you know, and sometimes they don't, they can't afford what others have. There are so many different situations which cause these students to behave in such a manner. But, you know, the, the long and short of it all is those who are being bullied are the ones who end up with us, you know, for a lifetime, they have these things that really hurt them. You know. You think music helps bring the kids together, bullies and bullet those that are. I believe music does. Yeah, I believe music does. Music always is a healing process to a lot of people. And the kids that were world. in your choir, are they there by choice, or is that everyone that you teach music to? They're there by choice. That's so a separate program. It's, it's a separate program, after-school program that I, I started at the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're there by choice. They, you know, they don't have to do it. But throughout the year, we also practice for, like, our concerts that I put on with other classrooms, you know. Um, so they sign up for something that they really want to do. So it's not like they have to do it for the choir. And they mm -hmm. love it. You know, well, it's it like an after, sc after school sports activity. You don't have to do it. You want to do it. Yeah, Remember the movie we saw? Do it. You sign up to do it. Of course. One movie. The one with sign language. 
Yes. I can't remember the name of it. Coda. Coda. Where she came in and she was bullied because her parents were deaf. See Coda? Her parents were deaf and she was bullied because she had to be their interpreter. And she gave up her life to be their interpreter until she found music. Mm-hmm. And when she found music, it changed everybody's it changed life. life. It changed her life, life and it changed her parents' life. Even though they could not hear, they could hear. They could they, feel they could what she felt, the passion. Yeah. So I think music, as you always say, it's the one thing that doesn't matter what language you speak, it reaches everybody. Even it, if you don't understand the words, you feel the music, you know the power it what it can have. It does. The parent, and, and the parents have to get involved because if you can't get to the parents, nothing you do is going to change. I had, as a coach, I used to talk to the parents and I used to get into arguments. I had a guy who was 380 pounds, a lineman for the Minnesota Vikings, screaming at me that I didn't know what I was doing with his son. And I said to him, if we don't win this year the championship, I will give you all your money back. And we won. And the man came up to me and apologized. But I had to take that whole abuse from him all year. I was escorted out of a baseball game because I won a championship, and I did it by stealing home. And the police had to escort me home because of the parents, not the kids. The kids all wanted to play for me, not the parents. See, the problem that we have here is that we're looking for the, in the wrong places to resolve this problem. Yes. It's all about parents. And if you don't care as a parent, nothing good is going to come of this. I don't know if it's you don't care as a parent. I think some will look right well, now. What do you want to some you don't have to care. Find the finances. You have some to, don't care. They care, but they're working three jobs to keep food on the table. I understand or to put that, gas But on you the still car. have to talk time out. And put some discipline on your love kid. I this agree is with your that. Kid. Yes. I agree with that, Freddie. This Freddy. ain't my kid. It ain't her kid as a teacher. That's true. You gotta. If you have the children, you need to find a way to balance. You I think the problem. main problem is values. You know, values and standards as to what's acceptable in society. Like you were saying earlier, Don. In kindergarten, what about being nice, kindness, sharing? Those things were taught. I remember I would watch, you know, in kindergarten, we were watching Sesame Street. We were learning things that were very basic, but were essential to developing people that are going to be productive members of society. So the problem is there's been a real shift as to what's being taught in school, as well as just values in humankind and it's not just in America it's worldwide it's standards that are acceptable a lot of time parents you know I even remember that same bully who cut my hair my mother came to the school her mother came to the school the principal called us all in there that mother defended her daughter of course up and down you understand she defended her daughter up and down she did not apologize to me. Her daughter did not apologize to me. The mother didn't apologize to my mother. And the mother was very rude and disrespectful to the principal, to everybody there. So these are values that are being taught at home. And one thing for sure is, yes, those children do need help. They definitely need help. But unfortunately, unless their parents change, and oftentimes they're already set in their ways, they're not going to get that help that they need. I got to tell you, the kid learned exactly what the mother was teaching. Exactly. They learned 100%. exactly what the mother so was teaching them. So how in the world them. are you going to fix this if you don't have the mother on your side? I'll give you another another one. You have a tie-dry dress. I grew up with tie-dry. 
I loved it. I used to do this. I taught my kids how to do this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nowadays, you know what they say? It's old-fashioned. Really? Yeah. Now, Converse is old-fashioned, too. Some of the things I say is old-fashioned, but I got to tell you something. There was purity of heart in what I did. I didn't do anything to make somebody feel, here comes the S word, stupid. Okay? And the difference here is I rather do old school than new school any day of the week. You because and me new both. school is hurtful. I mean, I ain't never seen so much hurt in my life. Even doing a rap song. Rap songs now demise people, cultures, and everything else. The police and everything. Come on now. This is getting silly already. But Shay, music what, is important. Music is important. I'm glad us. you brought that up because the music that you're listening to. It definitely can have a negative effect. Although music has the ability to bring people together, depending on what you're listening to, it can send you into a very dark place. Now, rap music, I do like some rap music, and not all rap music is so um, explicit. True. You True. understand? Not all rap music is explicit. So, um, I don't think we talked about this on the last show, but I am a Jehovah's Witness. So my standards as far as things that are acceptable come directly from the Bible. So I'm not going to listen to vulgar music, things that are just kind of explicit like that. But there are some rap artists who do promote positive music that is not so explicit. But those kids oftentimes, the things that are bullies, their whole lifestyle, whether it's rap music that is explicit, whether it's rock music you know that punk rock music that is kind of just you know pretty dark and explicit as well all genres has the ability to have a negative effect on people and when you keep listening to something over and over and over now you're you're fantasizing about these things now you you want to do these things you know you keep on feeding it into your mind and that's also just a, a problem as far as standards and values and what's acceptable we got to come society. up with a way to to, fit, to make it better and through your music Shelley and I love it's also faith-based we're actually starting a new channel under our production company called Spirit Life TV to bring all of this forward under a hub I guess for lack of a better word so people that are like-minded and spiritually based not necessarily religious but spirit and believe in spirit in a greater something know that there's shows there's support there's a community and it doesn't necessarily mean it's religion but that's kind of that's what we're working on it's, spirit life tv it's funny because i brought up spirit life tv to somebody yesterday but i brought it up under a different understanding you know mom and dad i don't have mine she has hers when you put them in a home and you go up north and you don't know what's happening down here and you come see your parents, I guarantee you they're not going to be happy when you're not around or how they're being treated. And if you think, you ask me how I know that, it's because I lost my parents because I wasn't there and one of them was in a home. So I thought that Spirit Life TV is a nice way of introducing a new concept for the mind, body, and soul because if you are conscious of things around you, your body is going to heal better. And I got pushback. Somebody told me that don't work that way. I says, well, you wouldn't know because psychologically, spiritually, you're empty. Oh, that's not you. Then they got on the defensive. But you're telling me something's not working. Well, I didn't even try, man. I think if you feel you have a good, solid spiritual foundation and you're happy inside, 
you can heal yourself on the outside. Of course you can. Now, I got to give teachers a lot of credit. Yeah. I want to do something before my day is done, something for teachers. My sister's a teacher. She's coming to visit me in August, nice. and I want her to be the poster child. I believe, man, I believe in my heart. I used to volunteer to go to summer school. That's how much I respect the teachers because the job you do is just like a cop, except you ain't a cop, but you got to act like a cop. You got to be there when nobody else wants to be there. I fully believe that the teachers should be armed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can scream at me all you want. But if I give a teacher a chance, maybe you should save some lives. And I know that people don't agree putting more guns out there is the solution. Putting guns in, people, in the right people's hands is a different discussion. So I give teachers a lot of credit. That's why when you're here, I don't care what day of the week is, you always can come in my house and do what you do because it's your music, it's who you are, what you do every day. Thank you. And until you're a teacher, man, you don't know what that's like. You don't know. So mom and dad, you know what? Sit your kid down for 15 minutes today. That's the only message I ask and ask them what the hell is going on in their life. And listen, listen, because you don't know what's going on with your kid. You just, it, I could tell you all the examples. We talked about this at Parkland. You think you know. You don't. Well, we got to get to the kids early. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more with Shay, more with Shelly. Let's have some music. Maybe you'll do some praises for us. Uh, she's the best. More to come. Stay tuned. Give us a call. 888-994-4995. Studio A. We'll what studio? Right. A. A. We'll be right back. A. A. Planning for the future should not be painful and needs to be discussed. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. No, to, no reason to be sorry. It's all good. South Florida for I choke all the time and a licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor. Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing. Luhu Advisors, let us help you. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a giclee and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net. Hi, I'm Dawn Clifford, owner and founder of Clifford Insurance Advisors. Established in November of 1999, we focus on mainly health, life, disability, Medicare, and long-term care insurance. 
specifically for people aging into Medicare or the self-employed or even employee benefits for small business owners. We can be reached by phone number at 561-880-0391 or by email info at cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com. Visit our website at www.cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com and even visit Facebook, Clifford Insurance Advisors. Being a successful woman in business means having the courage to own who you are. We understand the challenges faced by women and we are here to help. Our team is here to develop the best strategy designed just for you. Your path is unique and with the right tools you can accomplish your dream. From radio to TV, from podcasting to magazines, we create the visibility to amplify your impact in business. At New Dawn Media, we are here to help bring your message forward and help your business flourish. It is time for your message to be seen and your voice to be heard. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or brooklyncafe.tv. Your voice can make a difference. Welcome to Movies of Del Rey, a family-run movie theater that has been serving the Del Rey and Boca community for over 30 years. Open Wednesday through Sunday, Movies of Del Rey offers great admission prices, low concession prices, and quality customer service. Movies of Del Rey provides the quality of the big box theaters without the price tag. Movies of Delray provides new Hollywood content as well as new indie and independent movies. It truly is a hidden gem. Whether you're hosting a private event, party, or fundraiser, or are looking for your next date night activity, Movies of Delray is the perfect choice. Come on down to Movies of Delray, located at 7421 West Atlantic Ave in Delray Beach, or visit us online at moviesofdelray.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now... Back to Dawn and Freddie S.
Nothing in life, money like our property. Never give up, just hold on tight. It will all be right. Let me know. When I rise in the morning, feeling healthy, charging, praising. Yeah, it is song. I will hold it up. When you rise in the morning, feeling healthy, give praises. Yeah, it is song. People hold it up. When you rise in the morning, feeling healthy, give praises. Yeah, it is song. I will hold it up. When you rise in the morning. She's amazing. She is. We gotta hold her in concert. We gotta do something big. We gotta do a Thursday night special. Okay, let's do it. Ooh, can we call her that Thursday night special? Only if Josh is here. Well, Josh should be here. Where you going? <laughs> Josh should be here. Josh, how do you like all the different music genres we bring in? <laughs> He's great. He had them yesterday. He's got Shelly today. Uh, see who we. I think tomorrow you've got. I'm I got sure CC coming. You got CC coming tomorrow. Maybe he'll sing something for us. Uh, you never know. You never know. It's funny, Josh on Thursday with, uh, with uh, CC. No, Josh and military have their show on Thursday. Yes, the movie trivia game. And did you see them working on the buzzard? You know, we're sitting in here yesterday. We keep hearing this thing, this noise. And I don't know what it is. It's the buzzer. And finally, we're like, either playing with different buzzers because it will just keep coming through the speaker randomly. Oh, yeah. And we'd hear a buzz, a buzz, or ah, and it was all these different buzzers. But and, it's a great game show. And now I'm thinking, I was telling the military, I says, I like to get the car flappers, you know, get this done a little bit more. So I spoke to Kenny, and he's willing to put the car What's the, questions in. Uh, and you slide it in this thing so you can hold it up, but you can't see the answers. They used to, we used to sell those. I see that. It's getting, this game is taking the life of this. You love this game. I love it. I think it's the best idea I've ever seen two of our producers put together. I mean, they, mm. But I love the sound. Josh gives us clear sound. And Shelly, your voice is always love praises. We're going to head, head over to Christine. She's Crystal. still here. Crystal. You're changing her name already. Her name is Crystal because she's a diamond in the rough and she's going to sparkle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. I, I agree. I warned you. A new producer comes from FIU, correct? Yes. Well, welcome. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. 
All right, so I am currently a senior at FIU going into communications. Hopefully I will major in public relations with a concentration in social media. And everyone needs social media right now. Yes. I think she's working on a press release today. We're looking at that. We're looking at uh, some interviews that I want her to do. I'm going to jiggle her around a little bit. I'm going to stir it up, as they say. And no one stirs it up better than you. That's right, baby. That's what I do. But welcome, welcome, welcome to the cafe. Welcome Thank to the you. show. Welcome to the house. What I do you think so far? It's really awesome. It's amazing <laughs> working here. You know, once you go in that room that really is a studio, it takes a life of its own because we're out here doing meetings and shows and production. We don't really know what's going on in there until we just throw you all in there and play nice with each other. It's kind of like a warning. It's like kindergarten. Go in and play nice. We hope everyone <laughs> does. And then we see you at the end of the day again. I got to tell you, I warned her yesterday. I says, put your roller skates on because here we go. I think the Josh and military took me to another level because I never saw that coming. I never knew. I don't know half the things that this kid does. He plays instruments. He's an artist. He draws and everything else. They're working on the cartoon piece in there. They're thinking about in now, a bumper. Uh, making a children's message. So well, I was just piece. talking to Shay, and I totally see a book, Shanaynay's Puffy Hair, or Puffy Hair Shanaynay, with the message for these kids. And I can see you as an animation character with your hair, however it is, but the message of it's okay to be me. getting parents involved, and it's okay because you're going to turn out okay if you keep faith or hope or however, whatever your story is, to get out to these kids in a way that they can relate to earlier rather than later. I definitely want to do that, so that's definitely something that uh, is on the horizon, and uh, with your help, Don, maybe I can bring it to life. 100%. Christine, ever read a book? No, but I'm planning on it. You are? Yeah, one day. What, what kind of book? I really like poetry, so that's what I'm trying to get into. Wow. Yeah. In New York in the day when you read poetry, this is the way they used to applaud. Did you know that? It's still doing it I've here. seen it in the jazz clubs. Yeah, that's the way we did it in the yeah. jazz clubs. You've been around a long time. And some of those poems turn out to be songs. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the Mamas and the Papas, and they, I know you guys don't know who they are, but that was back in the day. And they actually took a, scripture, uh, a, a verse out of the Bible, which is a song. And you know it. Everybody knows it, but you don't know it came out of the really? Bible. Really? I was educated. Educated on that. Interesting. So we've got a poet in the house. Very nice. More to come. Were you ever bullied as a kid? I was. You were. <laughs> For what? For hair, as for she hair? mentioned. Yeah. Wow. For hair. Tell us, tell us your story. <laughs> tell us, share. Well, I would say it started in middle school. Well, it started younger than that, but middle school, that was when it was more intense. Um, I was bullied on the bus for my hair, and I believe it was because of the texture. I have 4C hair. Um, and I guess the guys in my class weren't really used to 4C hair, um, so that's what I got picked on about. But I overcame it, of course, and he went through the healing process, so I'm fine. I admire my hair, and I try to embrace, this, embrace it as much as possible. Your hair is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you, you are beautiful as a great person. smile, yeah. Thank you. See, it's just amazing what kids do to each other as kids the impact that it has. I don't think they, 
I don't know who doesn't realize why they do it, where it's learned, but it's, if we actually stop the bullying at a young age, imagine what a great place we could be in as an older age. Well, it's a learned behavior. You know, I tell you the story where Freddie was getting skipped or something, they were doing something, the parents that came in, and all of them were arguing, well, what's in it for us? And I stood up and I said, what are you talking about what is in it for you? You're even lucky you got chosen. The whole school, they chose 30 kids. And Freddie was one of them. I said, you're lucky you're here. What do you mean what's in it for you? And, and I was a coach at the time. And I said, listen, I know your son, you don't want to be here, leave. And I told the teacher, whatever you need, you got. Come on. I, I don't, I, again, I don't understand. I am completely confused with that behavior. I know. Now, did you ever tell your mom and dad that you were being bullied in school? Christine? Um, no, I, I don't that. think I did. You were afraid to tell them what was going on, right? Yeah, I don't think they would. I grew up in an immigrant household, so both of my parents were immigrants. So it wasn't something that I felt like I could talk to them about because they never, you know, experienced it themselves. Where are your parents from? They're from Haiti. I yeah. feel the same way. My parents are from Puerto Rico, and I didn't want to tell them I was being pushed around in school either. You know, it's funny because Shay was just talking to me at commercial break, the same type of thing. When people come over yes. from other countries, culturally it's different and it's different. Yeah. It is. And it's, it's, I was telling Don, I was at Walmart the other day and uh, there was a little Spanish girl in there and she had gotten separated from her parents. She was getting really emotional. She started crying. And you, nowadays, you got to be careful, you know, with girls and boys. Somebody can grab her and run out Walmart easily. So I stayed with her, and I was trying to talk to her so that I can kind of calm her down. Um, but she didn't speak any English. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is so sad when people come over and they're still in the process of learning English. And then, you know, people take that as an opportunity to target them. And it's like they have a target on their back and then they're bullying them. They're taking advantage of them. Um, they can't provide. And people just use kind of like those opportunities to look out for themselves and kind of like just degrade these people. So when you told your story about how you were bullied because you didn't speak any English, I automatically thought about that little girl. And that just happened last week. And uh, eventually, her mother did come back and was able to find her. And I tried to speak to her mother, and of course, she didn't speak any English either. Um, so I really, really think that people, and you know what, at schools, I was telling Don, at schools, the administration, they really have to step up. Um, like you said, discipline is a factor. So if kids aren't, at their homes these bullies if at homes they're not getting the right training that they need when it comes to school the administration has to step up there has to be a real standard that's in place and it has to be abided by where if you hit someone there's no don't do it again you are in detention you I mean, are suspended yeah those those consequences consequences has to be in place even with my son um He's going into fourth grade, and this year, a student ran up to him and attacked him at school. And the school counselor was like, hey, don't do that, and separated them. A couple of minutes later, that same student ran back up 
and bear hugged him and tried to kind of like tackle him to the ground from behind. And um, at that point, you know, it's like two times in a row, my son had to, you know, push the boy off of him. Um, and it's like, it shouldn't ever come to that. You know, it should never come to that. The violence at school, it should just never come to that. When a child attacks someone, it has to be, hey, there has to be a real consequence so they know that it's not acceptable. Because if the parents are allowing it at home and the school doesn't stop, now you have broken children. Well, let me ask Shelly, in school, how do you handle this? How many students are in your school? Well, my school runs from K to 12. Josh. Yeah, I just want to get the camera on you. Yeah. Or maybe I can have her move um, over here. So for each grade, we have about three teachers, three or four classes. Shelly, can we move you over here? Oh, you can't hear me? I can yeah, hear you. I just want to be able to see you, too. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Our other camera's over here, so. There we go. You got how many? So we run from K to 12. And for each grade, we have about four teachers. Make sure your mic is on. Yeah, three. It's, it's on. K3. Hello? I mean, let me switch. Is, is it on? Yeah, it's on. We got you. Okay. We're good. <laughs> K through 12. Yeah, K to 12. And each grade, we have about three to four teachers. Yeah, so there's about three or four classes per grade. Um, we take bullying very seriously in our school. Um, if a student from the initial instant, it's dealt with in the class, and then, you know, from the classroom, you talk with the, the parent, you must make that form of communication with the parents. And then um, from there, then we go to guidance counseling, you know, um, because we, we don't stand for bullying at all, which is in all schools, you know. Um, as a teacher, from the moment I see that in my class, I deal with it soon as. I don't let it slide at all because I want everybody, I, I always tell my kids when you come through my door, you're coming into a home. And a home, you're supposed to love each other and we're a family in the home. Every class I've taught, since I've been teaching for years, I always tell my kids, this is a home. This is your home away from home in my class. So whatever's out that door, you leave it out there, you change your attitude when you come in. So you come in my door with love and respect for each other and love each other at all times. Um, consequences that they usually get is no recess. You, um, you sit and eat by yourself. Uh, but at the end of the day, I've, I've never really had to deal with a true bullying incident in my class because I'm, I'm a stickler for behavior. We've, like seen, her, we've really, seen her here with a lot of kids. Really, yeah, in my class, yeah. you know, I, I've never had that bad incident of, let's say, bullying ongoing because from incident, it has to be dealt with and that's that. Um, as a teacher, you, you must realize that it is important to be able to handle your classroom. And classroom management is very important. So if you manage your class, you can see all what's going on in the classroom and who's doing what and who's out of line and who's bullying and who's, you know, and deal with it as much as possible. Um, and that goes along with experience as a teacher. Um, but I, I really 
must say that we haven't really had at my school like really bad incidents of ongoing bullying okay. you know where it's out of hand like that in high school like a family and <laughs> i'm happy to be there <laughs> you're a charter so, school yeah i'm a charter school so and what does so that mean some, it's part of the public school system it's public school system yes but we are charter um students can come to our school for free right um but we're also run by we're governed by whatever the, the school system says. You know, we use the same curriculum as Broward schools. And, you know, it, it's it's an awesome school to be part of. Wait you see it's these charter, kids. So it's a regular, regular it's, school? It's a regular school. Charter. It's just charter. It just run by a board of directors. Yeah, run so by charter board. means they don't have to live in the area. They can come in from other communities? They can come from other communities, but they have to apply okay. to come to our school. That's yeah. the only school I know. Charter schools? No, yeah, she's just charter schools all over. Yeah. I, I, I went to public, PS 109. Was a but wasn't school. that your neighborhood school? PS 82. Mm -hmm. It was the only school that was there and I went. <laughs> but this is different. This, you may not live in the area, but you can apply to go, even if you don't live in the well, area. I had to walk to school, so any further would have been crazy. <laughs> and I went to PS 82, and I went to the annex. And I saw that the ninth grade to the 12th grade is really with the challenges. Everybody stays in line and walks in line yeah. until you get to the ninth, man. Then all of a sudden things begin and to your change. high school yeah. changes. You wear uniforms. Our school wears uniforms. Uniform? Uniform. Yeah, my school wears Public school? Really? No. Charter, charter school. Charter school. Uh, then school, I didn't go to the same run, school. Yeah. They wear uniforms. I went to, you wear whatever you wear. But you know why uniforms, <laughs> it keeps a lot of the bullying because if, if one person has Converse, if one person has Jordans, and then it becomes a whole issue. I have Skippies. Well, that's the only way they can really bully with the shoes because we don't stipulate shoes. <laughs> the shoes. They you know, but the they clothes. wear the same uniform. You have to come to school with uniform. I wore um, Skippies. Remember Skippies? No. <laughs> they were non-labeled. I never heard of a Skippie. You go to Walmart, there's plenty of Skippies. That's what I want. <laughs> you know, I think uniforms are good for the bullying aspect, but still, some families can't afford them. That's right. I mean, I know growing up, my mother, she was a single mother. So it was just me. She had three girls, and uh, she brought our clothes from Kmart. So Kmart, right. we she shopped the clearance rack. You know, you may get a shirt for a dollar, two dollars, a pants for four or five dollars. So uh, uniforms can be very expensive. Um, if you get like the cheap uniforms, they're not gonna last for long. They're not gonna last for more than maybe like a, a month. Um, Cause I've gotten like the uniform pants from Walmart and they start just kind of like wearing out, getting holes in them within like a month's time. So sometimes with those uniforms, it's like people can't afford them. Um, and I think that's another kind of like downfall with the uniforms. There's pros and cons to everything. The uniforms yeah. keeps everyone keeps everyone at least uniform. Yeah, the best way possible. <laughs> Even if they don't fit. You know, I'm sure there's <laughs> programs. There are things to do. You can't solve. We can't be there for everything. You can it's only funny. help with if what it is. If you were there the day that they told me I had to go buy a shirt and a pair of pants to go to school in Puerto Rico, I had a fit. I said, "What do you mean I got to buy a pair of pants and a shirt?" And then I went there because I went late. There was none left. So my cousin worked at Kmart. He went to the back and found one. He says, here, take this. I remember going to fit. Kmart. I had by a the parachute pants. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. The wind blew them. All right, let me ask Christine before she has to head out to work. Yes. What do you want to learn next? 
What do I want to learn next? Uh, I guess you're staying for a little bit. It's raining. You got an umbrella? It's raining. Um, what are you hoping to gain out of this experience? I think I want to get comfortable with interviewing people. I think that's something I'm interested in. Um, I didn't want to go into journalism, but I think it will be fun learning. I think you would be great at it. Thank you. She'd be great. All right. Let's take a commercial break. She'll be joining us again, Christine. Hopefully she'll be back on Thursday. So we'll see. We're going to take a break, see if the rain lets up a little bit so we can hear in the studio. Give us a call or write in. Let us know what's going on in your area. As I say, outside your window, 888-994-4995. You're very busy, Studio A. And we'll be right back. Amy Roshevsky can help you choose the right piece that will add some magic to your space. Amy Roshevsky has a wide range of art, from abstracts to mosaic tapestries, and she paints on different surfaces, such as reverse painting on glass, tables, wall hangings, and sculptures. Her work can be ordered online at amyroshevsky.com, or you can come in and see it in real time at the Brooklyn Cafe Art Gallery. She also does commission work, so if you have an idea in mind, she can make it a reality. She invites you to reach out to her at Facebook or at email at amyroshevsky at gmail.com. That's amyroshevsky at gmail.com. Have an artful day. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwent brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work, or if you're interested in your own Jay Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com, or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon. Hey travelers, everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines and they're so low they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right call. That's the only way to get these low rates. 
Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. 855-828-0198. Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And the skies have opened. I gotta tell you, it is pouring. They said that we were gonna be bad And so the only good thing about it is keeping it cool. Sunset. Oh yeah, it's real cool in here. It's like the sun sets in here. You think it's hot here today? Maybe I got the fan Lovely. on me. Yeah, you get all the fan, you get all the air. Talking to my doctor, she's giving me all new recommendations. There's a whole other show we're going to do on being this age. It sounds like apocalypse now. I, I got to tell you, we haven't had Maybe rain Josh. like this. Josh, is it raining? Is it raining? There's no delivery dudes coming today. No delivery no, got food coming, coming in. The doorbell hasn't rang in a few hours. I think everyone's staying put. They need umbrellas. What's Bailey doing over there with Shelly? Oh, okay. Bailey's, Bailey is always got an opportunity is all I can tell you. You got a lot of things going on. Maybe we'll get another song out of Shelly before she leaves. And not that I think she's going anywhere today. Maybe we will because it's a little bit sunny. See what's happening. All right, so All right, talking. Let me see if anybody's writing in. You got CC, he'll be in here tomorrow. Yes, CC, Josh. Uh, Josh, CC needs to talk to you about something. I don't know what that's about. And Holy cow. We may need to wrap up early due to yeah, we're, probably gonna, we're probably going to end up losing Hopefully the Hopefully I'm getting yeah, some rain in my area because my yeah, plants need to be watered. Shay, for more information where people can reach you on hair products, I just want to make sure. Yes, yes. Um, you can shop at my website, which is curldistinction.com. Um, also, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, which is at curldistinction. If you have any specific questions uh, pertaining to at 888-644-CURL. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show today. And I am really, really hoping to come back again and just talk a little bit more about bullying and any other topics, you know, hair That's care, skin care. I'd love to come back. Awesome. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining us. And Christine, Shelly, you want to take us out? We're going to have Shelly take us out with a song. We want to wrap this up a little early while we still have power. Yes, Thank you. <laughs> Any second. Now. And keep us safe. So in the meantime, everyone, more information on bullying. Hopefully Shay will join us again. Bailey, don't go far. Shelly's here. 
We also had Mike Velarde, so tune in Mondays at 7 o'clock on Oldies 95, 396.9. Mike Velarde, the power hour. I guess we're in that season of primaries and elections and all that stuff. All I can say is be kind, be educated, learn the issues. And you know what? That's what it is. Bring our country back together. We're going to have Shelly Sweetshells take us out on this beautiful oh, rainy Tuesday afternoon. And we'll see you at 7 o'clock tonight on Oldies. We've got Dawn, uh, Danielle Connolly joining us tonight. More to come with that. All we'll right, Shelly, take it away. Don't be late. Thank you very much for having me here at the Brooklyn Cafe. I'm Shelly Sweetshells. You can find me on all digital medias. Shelly Sweetshells. One love. Remember, one love is the key to happiness. Making the world a better place. Let's go. Check. It's one love.
Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Broken Cafe on Facebook at the Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.